The Money Show. The Markets. Well, markets on the day, pretty much in line with what is happening around the rest of the world, under some pressure, taking strain. Uh, the JSE lost ground, particularly across commodity counters. Platinum shares were down, gold shares were down. There was money, however, made in financials and some industrial shares, particularly focusing on the domestic market. And if you read Business Day, as you should, particularly on a Monday when Stuart Theobald shares his views, uh, Stuart Theobald is the chairman at Intellidex, a regular guest on the money show but his column in business day today pointing out something we've been talking about for a while and that is that the huge recovery on the jse from its collapse a year ago with other markets has been nothing short of extraordinary their jse has made up not only what it lost last year but also has been making up for some of its underperformance in the previous five years siboniso ngomalo is the uh, portfolio manager at the old mutual investment group it's a, a mantra you've been singing for some uh, uh, you've been singing from that hymn sheet rather for quite some time siboniso in terms of um, the the negativity around the JSE, the negativity around South African investments, and the last 12 months has been anything but disappointing. Well, that is you. Good evening to you, Bruce, and uh, your listeners. I mean, I think negativity is an amazing thing because it becomes contagious, but then it creates low prices. And so since the bottoms of the market were just over a year ago now, we can look back and say, hey, what are the timeless investment principles that we've seen there? And uh, at, at the Old Mutual Investment Group, a colleague of mine, Peter Brook, put out a piece in one of our long-term perspectives publications where we look back. One of the things he talks about there, he talks about time is your friend. Um, and in the market, you've got to stay there and you've got to stick it out, especially when you're buying things at very low prices. Now, like you said, uh, Bruce, if you look over the last year, over the last year, South Africa has actually had an extraordinary return. so about 54%. Now, that so happens to be the fourth best returning year since 1929, if you look at that. So those are incredible returns. Now, okay, but before before I, I have to interrupt you because people are going to be shouting at me for not shouting at you. Yes, it's the fourth best return since 1929. Fair enough. Yeah. However, it was from a, the bottomless pit of despair. Um, you know, I mean, we, it's always, the market returns always depend on when you start. And if we're going to choose the bottom of the collapse in COVID times, then we get 54%. If we now look at returns over longer periods of time, the JSC still has been catching up and has actually been catching up admirably even on those terms. That is very true, Bruce. But I think this is what the discipline of investing is, that you've got to keep investing, especially when you find bottoms to buy from. Because one of the things I think if we go back a year, Bruce, and we were talking then, um, globe, everyone was talking about going offshore, going offshore. Global markets also did okay um, in US dollars. They did 55%. But if you translate that to what the performance of the RAND was, because a year ago, the RAND was just north of 19. Actually, if you had gone global, you will return at 28%, relative to the 54% from South Africa. So South Africa has outperformed materially. Now, what's even more interesting, Bruce, if you look at these returns, a lot of them were driven by the resources, but we know about that. But actually, the small cap sector in, 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 in the JSC has retained 79%. These are the companies that people were fearful about. And those companies have had a stage a remarkable recovery. And again, you've got to buy them at discounted prices. So which companies are these? A company like Cash Build. So we can label this section, Bruce, how to double your money on the JSE <laughs> when you find the opportunities. 
So cash bill did 150% over the last year. MTN did 140%. Motors, the car company that distributes Hyundai's in South Africa, did 139%. You've got a company like PSG, 117%. Um, and, 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 and your transaction capital, the taxi finance business, 115%. And I mean, even Soho Gaming, gaming because we shut down and locked down, Soho has done 100%, 100% over the last year. Mm. And so, therefore, what is the lesson there? Stay invested, um, and there's a huge cost to pulling your market out of the market at the wrong time. And all the pessimism that was around South Africa, and everybody's saying, go offshore, yes, build a diversified portfolio. But at that specific point in time, when everybody was negative, the prices reflected everyone's negativity and more. And all of a sudden, we've seen these companies boost show interesting numbers. And uh, one of the things that is actually quite interesting, Bruce, is that why have these companies recovered? Well, actually, if we look at the last quarter, the South African-focused companies have, result, have generated returns and earnings better than what the market expected. So people were pessimistic, but the underlying earnings of domestically-focused shares have actually been quite resilient. South African management strong. These are great companies, and that's why the market is rewarding them and saying, hey, you're not going down. Actually, you are coming up. And so, therefore, that's how you create great long-term returns. You stay in the market, you buy great business, run by great management. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, so here's the next 150% return question, Siwaniso, because I, I do like looking backwards because I'm, I'm a student of history and history interests me and this is a good history lesson. However, um, I like the work of many futurists. And when it comes to stock markets, of course, futurists run for the hills because they're not going to make any predictions. I'm not going to ask you for predictions either. Suffice to say, does the strategy of staying overweight South Africa remain in a world where values are elevated in the US, values are elevated practically everywhere? Um, does South Africa remain a good bet? We, we think South Africa is still a fantastic opportunity to find value. And uh, the way we look at it, we say there, there are some themes that are driving the global economy, which will then bring back to share. So one of those themes is a global reflation. We say we see a global recovery, which clearly we are seeing um, in the market. So we say there's been a lot of stimulus that has gone in the market, globally by market. Interest rates are very, very low, which are supportive of risk assets or equities in this particular instance. So that should be good for the market. But we're also seeing earnings recover, especially from the more value-orientated or the cheaper-orientated side of, of, of companies, which is why South Africa actually outperformed the way it has. Because actually South Africa was sold down completely um, and actually still hasn't recovered. Because South Africa didn't just underperform last year. South Africa has been lack last time in terms of performance for the past five years before then. And so, therefore, yeah. we're still looking at South Africa and we're saying, hey, there are opportunities here in South Africa. Now, the can, danger... Yeah, go ahead, Bruce. No, so, can South Africa, therefore, um, can South Africa, therefore, continue to perform in an environment which is so negative because here's that negative thing again and this is where 
Critics of the South African investment story say, but hold on again. Uh, so you guys are talking your book. Old Mutual has been talking up South Africa. Yes, you've done well over the last 12 months. That's fine. But we still done it. We, 38 people got vaccinated last <laughs> over the weekend. Our vaccination programs are shambles. We've got plans, yeah. lots of plans from May onwards, yeah. but nobody really believes the plans, not outside of yeah. the Department of Health anyway. Um, and we, we've seen the rest of the world beginning to open up, beginning to normalize, and we yeah. feel like we're a million miles from normalizing. Surely that is negative. That is true, Bruce, and I agree with you. And I think market valuations, though, also agree with you because they reflect because we still look at South Africa and we say South Africa is cheap. So South Africa agrees with you. But the one thing that people aren't looking at is that if you look at history, if you go back in history and look at South Africa, South Africa has got one key blessing that actually every now and then comes out and bails it out. And that we are a resource producing and export nation. And so one of the key resources we produce are the platinum metals, which obviously over the last interim, in terms of the pursuit of cleaner air, cleaner um, emissions, um, platinum, 75% is produced in South Africa. And if you look at what's happened to those companies' equity performance, but then look at the underlying balance sheets and earnings and what they're paying in taxes to the state. So South Africa has had many decades where things were going a little bit off the rails, but actually in the 70s, gold bailed the South African economy out. It did again slightly in the, in the 80s. And whereas now we're starting to see these high commodity prices, they have what you call spillover benefits because they become good employers, they pay big dividends to the people like us who are investors, who obviously also have clients, we pass those dividends on, um, and, and they invest in the country. And so we're starting to see some of that talk coming through. So South Africa, yes, is negative, but actually there are some positive swings because if you look at, oh, again, over the last 12 months, we're generating trade surpluses. Why? because we are exporting these commodities at very high prices. And that's why the budget in February, um, everyone was like, wow, this is a positive budget, a positive budget. There were no tax increases. Why? Because it was a surprise revenue into the government. And so therefore, this is why you're also starting to see retailers, the clothing retailers actually have performed remarkably. Why? Because even in 2008, 2007, 2006, the last time we had a commodity super cycle globally, Actually, that has spillover effects into the economy, into the South African economy. And we're starting to see the same thing. So, yes, things are bad, but the market reflects that already. Now, you've got to look past and say, hey, what is the market not reflecting? I don't think it's reflecting the fact that well, if these commodity prices stay where they are, it's good for our economy. It's good for our, our government fiscal. It's brilliant for the underlying companies. And I think that's where the opportunities lie. Compelling. Thank you. Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. They've been talking up the South African investment story for the last six to eight months. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. But I think they've been very, very steadfast in their view. Um, and it's come through very, very strongly. Fourth best, fourth best rally that we've seen since 1929 on the JSE. 54% from the lows to where we are now. Let's bear that in mind. Somebody's saying, why didn't my pension fund perform? Um, I don't know what your pension fund is or where your pension fund is invested. Um, And it also depends on where you choose your starting point. And you've got to compare your pension fund against the overall market. You've got to compare your pension fund against other pension funds to see if your pension fund is underperforming. And if it's not performing, you need to have a word with your fund manager.